0: Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, and this is... The Ocho, Season 8, we've made it. <laughs> it's semi-legendary. We're approaching, very quickly, a half a million downloads, which I recognize in some cases is nothing. Uh, but for us, it's fairly significant, and it could not happen without you. So having said that, all you need to know if you're a new listener is A- listen to the show, then be subscribe, C, to implement the Habit Factor system, the Habit Factor method for developing habit strength. All you have to do is go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. That's right, thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. And there you can download a free template with that template, comes an instructional video if you're in the US and you want that immediately all you have to do is text the word habits h a b i t s to the number 33444 you'll get the template sent to you immediately all right let's get after it season 8 is here and it's all <laughs> it is all due to you thank you very much let's go Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Here we are once again with Jen Grant, who's almost in the studio, thousand-ish miles away. How you doing today, Jen?
1: I'm doing very well. How are you, Martin?
0: I'm doing terrific. And once again, you look great. And I notice you're wearing the Hit Me With Your GTR shirt. Yeah, here it is. Which, which means I need no Real segue here. Why don't you hit me with your GTR?
1: My GTR. One of my favorite things in all of the land is travel and adventure, which has been halted to some degree, as we know. And we are, uh, I am surprising my husband. He's not home, so I can say this. I'm surprising my husband with a, a trip next week, so... I'm really excited about it.
0: We're we're, we're not going to tell us where.
1: <laughs> um. Well, it's it's a couple states away, so it's it. fairly local. We're right. taking a road trip, but it it'll be nice change of scenery and a couple days. You know, something different and some fun sightseeing. So I'm looking forward to it. Hiking caves. That's amazing.
0: It'll be good. Hey, getting out in nature. Yeah. Uh. So What's your GTR? G- My GTR, you know, I could have brought this up. I think I was notified we're in July. I think I was notified in March. So I probably should have brought this up sooner. Um, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of San Diego County is honoring. They've been around for 60 years. And as you might imagine, over 60 years serving thousands of kids throughout the county They have decided that for their premier fundraising event, which is in October, still a few months away, they're going to honor, in honor of their 60th anniversary, they're going to honor 60, what they're calling change makers. Mm. Uh, So... Are you on that list? Yeah, I'm using the word honored too much, but I I've been honored to be honored, uh, to be recognized. So that's amazing. It is really cool. Yeah, it's very cool, especially when I look at the names that are on the list. There's some real, uh, you know, real, I guess, community leaders around San Diego. Some some real change makers. So I'm not sure how I'm not sure how I made the list, but yes.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you very much. All right. Today, we are going to talk about, this also has been uh, a topic many times. In fact, I'm sure some listeners are tired of hearing this, but but I don't think I've done it with you on the show, and it's that important because learning is remembering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and in my world, I can't hear something enough times before it'll finally stick. So I'm going to bring it up again. It, it came up around this idea of small goals and we have talked in the past about intentionality and how important that is. So the term is used in psychology and it's self efficacy. Mm. And I just cannot stress. The significance, so I'm going to try to in this discussion we're going to have. Um, in short, it's a fancy term for for meaning uh, that we have the power, again, it parallels intentionality very much, to, to produce a desired result. So, for instance, if I say I'm going to do laundry today and I have it on my checklist... And I check it off. I have demonstrated self-efficacy. So before I unload more on you, since you're here, why don't you uh, share a couple of thoughts?
1: Well, I have a couple of thoughts right off the bat. And Great. they are to help me clarify. Good. So I've heard efficacy before. Yep. I don't fully understand it. Um, and to me, the thing that I think about right away is self-fulfilling prophecy. So, can you? But I don't think that's what you mean. Can you? Ex- like, how is that maybe not it, or is it the same thing?
0: Yeah, um, efficacy
1: is a fair. It's a newer word to me. I know it's not new. Yeah,
0: efficacy. But- you hear it more. You hear it mostly in in health sciences. Typically, when they're talking, so. You hear it or I hear it all the time because I'm, I'm queued up for it. Right. Um, relative to the vaccine. So does it produce?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: You hear it? Yeah. Okay. So does it, what's the efficacy of the vaccine? That's what they say. Does it, and then they say, Oh, it's got a 98% efficacy rating, which just means it's producing the desired results.
1: So effective, is effective a good replacement word? It's
0: close, and it's certainly related. It's very related. In other words, if I do the laundry and I check it off, I've been effective. Mm. So efficacy, though, when you talk about self-efficacy, there's two super important relationships, which is probably why I keep bringing it up. The, The first is our happiness. From one day to the next. So if anybody's watching or listening to this and they're unhappy, Mm -hmm. the first question I would ask is, how do you feel about your ability as it relates to your self efficacy? In other words, let me unravel that. Let me try, let me try to make it more simple. Our happiness is related to our control. Right. So.
1: So how do I feel about my ability to control my own happiness?
0: Well, no, it's, it's, yeah. I, how do you feel if you're unhappy? The, the question simply would be how in control do you feel of your life?
1: Mm, Okay.
0: So yeah, I was.
1: Nope. I got it now.
0: So how in control? And a lot of people who are unhappy feel like they're, they're not, their, their boss is a bad person. Right. Their job sucks. Their wife is mad. You know, who, who knows? Right. And, and so, and so they feel like they're kind of a pinball being bounced around. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is draw a thread here and say that the beginning in many ways, A key relationship to happiness is producing a desired result, showing that you have control and self-efficacy. It could be as simple as doing laundry. Mm -hmm. In other words, the reason I put it on my list here is when you particularly don't want to do something like I'm going to do 20 pushups today. And then you wake up and you're like, I'm not going to do 20 pushups today. That's going to hurt and that's going to suck. But guess what happens when you do the 20 pushups? You feel terrific. You're happy, at least for the moment, because you've produced self-efficacy. You had a plan. You had an intention and you came through. You followed through.
1: And I would imagine, Martin, that that follow through action of doing the 20 is going to have a snowball effect just as the not doing the 20 would have a snowball effect the other
0: way. Absolutely. Which is why you need a system. Mm -hmm. You couldn't have set this up better for the habit factor. Then you need a system like the habit factor, because what it does is it allows you to have a missed day and not beat yourself up. In other words, with the habit factor, you set a target day of, for instance, we'll stay on the 20 push-ups, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And Monday comes and everything goes sideways, but Tuesday, you're like, you know what, I didn't do my push-ups, I'm gonna do them today. And so you tick that off and you're still one yep. for one for the week. Um yep. And you're spot on. What that develops is momentum. And then you begin to believe, wow, I can do my push-ups. You know, I can save money. I can start reading. I can lose weight. And so the idea is these small goals, which is really what this was titled originally, small goals produce this self-efficacy, mm-hmm. which impacts Everything. And you're spot on. It creates the momentum.
1: So I feel like there's a connection here and I'm just going to mention it and you can cut it down if you want. But in the especially in the coaching females arena, (laughs) I don't know if you come across this much or not, but a lot of people are currently talking a lot about self-care. And they're saying that self care isn't just, it can be the bubble bath and the glass of champagne or the walk. But sometimes true self care is doing the things that will essentially, like what you're saying here, it's going to give me that sense of self efficacy if I'm doing those things that help me move toward making progress of some kind that's also self-care. So I know you're not saying self-care and self-efficacy are the same but I'm I'm feeling like there's a connection there.
0: I think there is a connection. In many ways when you are when you can produce a desired result, you're you're showing yourself that you have control, you're taking care of yourself even if you're taking care of other. You're putting your intentionality to work. There's so mm-hmm. many things that happen when you set an intention and you follow through.
1: Yeah. This is
0: why we also advise in the world of the habit factor that that you start small. Yeah. You start very, very small. and And this is the important distinction between habits and goals. There are some... I do this a lot. Experts who have this very much confused still, despite 10 years of effort over here. Uh, <laughs> so they're saying things like habits are better than go. Well, what's interesting, they used to say avoid habits to reach your goals because of the negative connotation. It was it was right. pervasive, it's everywhere. Even, even doctor, behavioral scientists, you can read a paper on an entire paper, like a white paper, a thesis, 100 pages on goal achievement. And on page 78, the first mention of habit in there saying you want to avoid habits. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm getting off on a tangent. The, the important point here is habits serve goals, mm-hmm. but and they're very distinct and different but for purposes of this discussion, we can just call it a small goal for the day. A small goal for the day is I'm going to read 20 minutes. Now, mm-hmm. ultimately, what the, the distinction I want people to make is that's not really the goal. The goal is to finish the book or to be smarter. The habit that supports that is 20 minutes every other day reading. Right so That's the distinction, that's the the habit that will drive the goal's achievement. Mm-hmm.
1: So if we go back to your beginning statement about the laundry, for example,, yep. the goal might be to have a cleaner, more organized home where the daily action or the daily habit, the daily small goal is doing that laundry
0: correct and yeah i'm i'm trying to for better or worse trying to cut the habit factor in half and just say let's forget about the habit factor for a second it's based on this idea of self-efficacy that mm-hmm. that when you just can produce a desired result one day one time one day you realize yeah. you can do it five times a week and you can do it five times a week for five different behaviors. And then you realize all those behaviors can lead you potentially to different goals. Yep. Right. And then through that. Getting healthier. Right. And then what you're doing, let's see what the app looks like. So if I launch the app right here, aside from the quote, so you probably can't see that.
1: Kind of. Mm-hmm.
0: so what does it yeah. say eat your dog food eat
1: your dog food yeah that's
0: me ticking this stuff off and also going through my morning routine what's yep. the next one
1: uh that one? Oh, blur uh, burpees is it say burpees yeah
0: and i did them <laughs> i just haven't i just did them so i get to so check, check that it. off and yep. then writing code, yep. name, code name everything oh i love act, it yeah and then my stretches So. This is incredibly rewarding. This is the momentum. So I, I'm not tracking a million things. I'm tracking in almost all of these. One's for the book. One's my morning routine. One's for health and fitness and the other stretching. That's it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know why it didn't occur to me. This is self-efficacy in action. Tick, tick, tick. And then tomorrow shows up. Let me go back a day. Burpees was checked. It shouldn't have been. I did not do my burpees yesterday. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, but this is what self-efficacy is. And this is why uh, it works so well. And this is why you end up seeing people who achieve things mm-hmm. get so excited and they start setting more goals and more goals. The reason this was called originally, and it still may be, small goals. hmm Small goals, set small goals to start. That's so, I'm trying can I ask to... you
1: a question around this? Yes, ma'am. I don't remember where I heard about it or where it came from, but someone somewhere at some point had said <laughs> kind of almost not the opposite, but sort of, and here's what I mean. Like um like for example, the laundry or I, I did my my finances today, I did my budget today, or, you know, some of those smaller, I smaller in quotes, and it's perfect because that's a small goal, right? Right. But some of those smaller, let's say, seemingly insignificant things that let's just not pop them on a quote, unquote, to do list in order to just have things to check off so that we, you know, it's almost... Like their their idea behind it, if I'm leaning it into your wording, would be like almost false self-efficacy. Like, oh well, I did this today, and I emptied the dishwasher, and I also did this. Right. I know where I'm going? So how? Yes, is I, I totally know where
0: you're going, and I love it. So let's make no mistake that the laundry was an example simply to show what self-efficacy is like. Once we get that and we realize it's to demonstrate that we are in control and mm-hmm. we can be and how it generates momentum. Now, once that is proven to ourselves via small goals, we should then step back and do exactly what you're talking about and not confuse busy for effective. In other words, I'm not tracking. Uh, let's pull that up again. This is not today. Boom. This is health. This isn't laundry, right? This is getting, getting, this is being effective. This is starting the day right. This is completing the book. So, and this is, again, health and being flexible. So you're absolutely right. And and the analogy there, before we end up buttoning this up, is the old, uh and I know you've seen this the jar with the big rocks and mm, the little rocks yeah. and then the sand, and you start by putting the big rocks in the jar, yep. and then the little rocks and the sand, and then you put the water in. Yep. And so if people don't know what I'm talking about, I would just say if you're watch- <laughs> you're watching this on YouTube, Google the big rocks and the small rocks in the jar. Um uh, but this goes to your point, Jen. So once What I'm trying to suggest here and probably not very well is that we have the ability to produce self-efficacy. Once Mm -hmm. we do that, then we should take a step back and figure out what those big rocks are.
1: So if someone to sum it up in another way, then if someone is feeling like they don't have that control, they're not feeling like they have that, then yes, maybe starting with, the laundry or right. the smaller watering things, yep. let's do it then. But then this is why we also reassess and.
0: Yes. And no, you hit, it, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, it could be just try to water plants four times uh, right. a month or whatever, whatever the watering schedule is. Right. Small goals to show yourself. This is why I said it builds off the intentionality demonstrate to yourself that you are in control you can do this build a little momentum then step back and set bigger goals and yep. and and track the habits that will lead you there
1: So one fi- one more thought Please no great I promise I just had like not a light bulb moment but I can see how I'm thinking of of people um with potentially let's say depression or mental illness and how it's so easy to feel bogged down and heavy from everyday life. Right. I can see how, how something like this could be so beneficial. Right. So beneficial.
0: Right. Because no, we
1: need those wins, right? Let's start stacking up the small wins.
0: Got to stack up a small win and it, and we're not talking a one day. We're talking about right. one or two or three.
1: Right, which I if, love the idea of the small goals. It's these small little things that and, – and and I don't know that they have a timeline around them, but I imagine if we take another step back and look at what they actually consist of, like if you look at the four you have that you're tracking, yep. how much time do they actually take? Probably not a lot, but what they give you in return.
0: Precisely. Exactly. And to be clear I- – I'm always a stickler for, for, <laughs> this is the crazy part. I'm always the stickler for dis- creating a distinction between goals and habits and how there's, they're not the same and how technically I'm tracking habits. But if you're starting out, you don't care about the distinction between habits and goals. You just need some small wins. So that's why I was going to call this small goals.
1: Yeah. I like them,
0: um, but you're right. It's for the person who just doesn't feel like they have control. They don't even know that's that's the underlying theme. Is rarely do these people realize they they don't they're not conscious of the fact that they don't feel in control. They just don't know why right. they're they're bummed, they're depressed, etc. So small wins. You nailed it. Small wins. I love it. Okay, well, we hammered that a few times, but thank yeah. you so much. Say goodbye. I <laughs> oh actually, you stay, but I'm saying goodbye. Okay All right, that is going to wrap, wrap up this episode of H2G Habits to Goals. It is an honor and a privilege. And a joy, of course, to have you long on the journey and share these ideas and, dare I call them, insights on occasion with you. Your emails and messages are greatly appreciated, tremendously appreciated. I will just remind you what we tend to do is ask, (laughs) did you rate the show? Did you review it? So we love the messages and... Uh, ratings and reviews go hand-in-hand, hand, along with, of course, sharing the show with others. Finally, maybe not finally, I want to remind you of a couple resources. You can get The Habit Factor uh, free on Audible, if it's your first book, if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits, two goals, and that is the number two. Secondly, The Kindle version of the book is essentially free at three or four, maybe even five dollars. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the U.S., you can text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, 233444. And lastly, there is a free habit tracker in terms of the app, the original habit tracker. It allows you to align habits to your goals, thus habits to goals. Just search The Habit Factor in either the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, App Store. That is it, my friends. Glad you're along for Season 8. It's going to be, dare I say, the greatest one yet. All right. Thank you very, very much. See you.